I like the sound and music news today as I peered through the social media mist to find out Gorillaz are releasing a new album. Gorillaz are a British virtual band created in 1998. The band consists of four animated members. However, these members are fictional and are not personas of any real-life musicians involved in the project. Kind of like I said yesterday about what happens here when we start joshing around. When it comes to the new Gorillaz album, though, the Now Now features one artist who is represented by a real-life persona, and that's jazz guitar superstar George Benson. He's going to be on their opening track, Humility. You've got to check it out. Not familiar with George Benson? That's okay, because we're going to have a tribute to him today as we talk about Pittsburgh, Prodigy, and the Watchtower while we squash all the joshing and instead let all that jazz abound. Because I know my listeners, I believe this George Benson might take a little extra explaining. Not because I think y'all are squares, but possibly because you didn't live through the era or you weren't also raised by children of the 60s sweating off a 70s hangover in the middle of the 80s. So, with that in mind, you could think I'm referring to Benson Dubois, the title character of the 80s sitcom Benson. I'm not, but let's dwell on that for just a second because Benson is a true rags-to-riches story. Mr. Dubois started out as a butler for some ladies in Connecticut on the show Soap before they referred him to their cousin, the governor of an unidentified state. Well, Benson took this opportunity and rose up the ranks all the way to lieutenant governor until the series ended and the governor himself was up against term limits, so Benson ran for his seat. He got the party's nomination and then ran up against the governor himself who ran as an independent because he couldn't give up the seat of power. They don't tell you what happened at the end, but I think we all know. And with that, I say, congratulations, Governor Dubois. Back to gorillas real quick. They really are just a concept between a musician and an artist, and their entire world plays out in the cartoons of their music videos and on the screen of their stage shows because there is no live show. Instead, once again, it's just the cartoons playing music, and that's got to be more freeing for the artist, like when Daft Punk came out. And we were all fed the rumors that it could be anybody under those masks, and truly, it could be. You know, as for me, I could be a 400-pound man who washes himself with a series of pulleys and levers, but as long as I sound swell or deliver on whatever the promise of my service is, it's all good. No matter how I stay clean, I truly hope you like the service that I provide. Drop me a line and let me know at Joshua Around on Twitter or Instagram, joshuaaround at gmail.com. Until I start asking y'all to show it with money, it's just nice to hear some attaboys every now and again. Jerry Seinfeld says that first you make your friends laugh, then you make strangers laugh, then you make strangers pay to laugh. Well, nobody's paying right now, but y'all, if you don't listen every day, according to Jerry Seinfeld, I've already failed. Of course, my number one service right now is raising kids that aren't jerks who grow up to be adults that aren't a-holes. And what I found almost immediately over the summer is the number one task in that job is feeding them. They are bottomless pits. It's almost like having a tapeworm that I also have to buy clothes for. I love my kids though, and I'd do anything for them. My three-year-old can almost write her name. My 10-year-old keeps losing his shoes, and my 11-year-old can't remember if she brushed her teeth or not. George Benson was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. At the age of seven, he played ukulele in the corner drugstore for which he was paid a few dollars. At the age of eight, he played guitar in an unlicensed nightclub on Friday and Saturday nights, but the police soon closed the club down. 
at the age of nine, he started to record. Out of the four sides he cut, two were released, She Makes Me Mad, and It Should Have Been Me. I'll tell you about my trip to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but not today. In the meantime, allow me to say it's a beautiful city. Unlike what the history books would have you believe, it's very clean with great museums. If you want to learn more about Mr. Rogers, there's a museum for that. And you could find yourself in a room full of simulated clouds if you visit the Andy Warhol Museum. Definitely go see a Pirates game. Whether you're a baseball fan or not, Pittsburgh's PNC Park is a beautiful sight to behold. Set on three rivers, the city of bridges is definitely a destination. You should go ride the incline, enjoy an Iron City beer, and say hello to my neighbor, Daniel Tiger. Headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with branches in 19 states and the District of Columbia, PNC Bank is on the list of the largest banks in the United States. It's the fifth largest bank by number of branches, sixth largest by deposits, and eighth largest by total assets. The name PNC is derived from the initials of both of the bank's two predecessor companies, Pittsburgh National Corporation and Provident National Corporation, which merged in 1983. I became a member of PNC in 2011 when I saw them advertising from a kiosk at a county fair that they had a free checking account with credit card points redeemable for double airline miles. Had I made the decision based on that, it would have been a prudent financial choice. Instead, though, quite honestly, I joined because their tchotchke bag included a can koozie with a magnet sewn in. We could get into the etymology of the word, and one day we just might, but on the surface, the profession of accounting sounds like it was created by a southerner who needed to keep tabs on something. Oh man, I lost track again. Any y'all good at accounting? While I'm just as guilty as anyone, if you've ever applied for a credit card just to get a free t-shirt, keep in mind that shirt should say, I ruined my credit, but at least I got a free t-shirt. Even though George Benson was a child prodigy and he released his first album at 21, it would take him another 12 years before he really hit it big with a 1976 album, Breezin'. And that's what introduced me to George Benson. Not just the Grammy-winning hit, This Masquerade, but this title track, oh my, it is a quintessential building block for Yacht Rock and everything that comes after. as George Benson makes listening, I found it hard to believe that he's a devout Jehovah's Witness. In fact, a lot of the money he's made over the course of his career, he's donated to the Watchtower Society, which is that corporation of Jehovah's Witness that puts out the magazine they go door to door with. Have you ever received a Watchtower? You'd remember if you had because they have headlines like, Is Hell Hot? The Four Horsemen. How Will Their Ride Affect You? And Can the Poor Afford to Be Honest? I read every copy I get cover to cover. I can see one correlation at least between George Benson and Jehovah's Witness, and that's that they were both born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jehovah's Witness were formed in 1870 by Charles Russell, who during the course of his ministry disputed many beliefs of mainstream Christianity, including the immortality of the soul, hellfire, and the Trinity. However, they do believe in an upcoming Armageddon and that we all better purify our souls in the here and now. Jehovah's Witness don't celebrate Christmas, Easter, or birthdays because they believe those things to be pagan rituals, and with that, they're right. Instead, they believe what they call in the truth, which essentially means they're better than us. And that's fine, because at least they go door to door trying to get us on board. Back to that birthday thing, it allowed me and a group of friends in college 
to help a 20-year-old girl away from her parents to celebrate her first birthday. It was a magical experience. I don't want this to be a condemnation on religion, but when she blew out the candles, she cried tears of joy. In summary, George Benson began earning money for his parents' benefit at the ripe age of seven. By the age of 21, he'd began a legitimate career on his own and kept at it until he reached musical superstardom at 33. All the while, he's been donating to his church, and just when you think he can't be that much better than you, guess what? He's been married to the same woman since 1965. Him and Johnny Lee have seven children together, and they've been more or less happy together for 53 years. Now, though, I feel we better end the show before George Benson bests us again. Before we go, at least give me credit, I do look great in this shirt, or at least my persona does. Now, remember, we can't all be breezing through life. If Benson has taught us anything, it's that you've got to have hope. One of these days, we'll all be able to remove the governor and go full speed ahead. When it comes to the show, though, let's just hope this masquerade has the balls of humility before we take another humble pie to the face in the name of Josh and Around. <laughs>